Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. Welcome to another episode. We have got Petya Kolibova with us, who's an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. I wouldn't mind being more abundant. How about you? Let's get into it. Betsy, welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I am so excited to be here. And just even like your podcast name, it's so hot, girl. I love it. (laughs) You know, I got to tell you, so I started Healthy is Hot when I was very unhealthy. I was like, I was really trying to figure out what it meant to be healthy. And I was quite young at the time. I was 24. And, you know, being hot at 24, for whatever reason, was this like thing that I wanted to do. And I wanted to flip the script. And instead of striving to be hot, like what if we all strive to be healthy? And if we all are our versions of healthy, and of course that looks and feels different based on who you are, what chapter of life you're in, I really think you're hot. Like if you are choosing to step into health, that's like the hottest thing anyone can do for themselves. Mm, I love that. And it's so true because, you know, like I personally went through a phase of my life, actually two decades of my life when I was struggling with eating disorder, basing everything like my worth, my happiness on the outside. So that's why I absolutely love the name because it's not about how you look like I did, you know, I did fitness competitions, I did bikinis, like now when I'm looking at these pictures, I'm like, wow, I was like so lean and six pack. I'm like, I wasn't healthy. I felt empty. I feel lonely. I feel miserable. It doesn't mean, and I'm not saying that when you are like your leanest or you have a great body that you're miserable, not at all. I just like my priorities were completely different. Like you said, like you were not healthy and you were striving for that. And I absolutely love this, Chloe, because like you brought people and especially women on your journey and you really allow them to walk with you instead of like, hey, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm prosperous, everything is great in my life and people are like, well, good for you. And I'm still sitting in my stuff. <laughs> I know, not the most relatable when you just show people your accolades. And I think it's so cool even for you just sharing a quick snippet of your story just there is it's a good reminder for all of us where we feel sometimes like society tells us we have to look a certain way before we can book the trip or we have to you know lose a certain amount of pounds before we can buy our dream dress or we have to lose weight 
if we're going to go to that high school reunion. Sometimes we feel like we have to do X to achieve Y. And when we do that, I really worry that we miss out on living. We miss out on so many experiences. And it's so great when we start to shift the conversation and be like, okay, how can I kind of do some inner healing? How can I learn to love myself as I am? And if you still want to go for those girl, those goals, by all means, but can we enjoy the process and can we do them for the right reasons rather than feeling like it's something society is putting on us or we have to do it to be loved by someone else? Like, no, 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 you are perfect as you are now, but we can always try to be a little bit better. We can always try to be that 1% better so that we can kind of be awesome in our own skin. Absolutely. And and I love that because you will never be happy when I, I used to call it like living in a when land, you know, like when um, when I'm going to have the perfect body, then I will be happy when I make the money, I will be happy when I get the house, I will be happy. And it's like living in a when land, like postponing your happiness and fulfillment versus of like, hey, I love what is and I desire to be even better. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to be even healthier, to have even more abundance, to have even better relationships. And it all starts with you because you cannot be complaining and being miserable and your life being amazing. It's really about like this analogy of what are you planting, right? Like what are you planting in your life? You cannot plant tomatoes and, you know, pick up strawberries. Like it doesn't work this way. And if you just planting negativity and comparing and judgment, then that's what you're going to be picking up in your life. And it's going to be how you're going to be feeling. So how can you ground yourself in love? And then you can say like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I can improve this? Wouldn't it be nice to have even more of this? But you're not coming from a place of complaining. You're coming from a place of expansion and abundance. Mm. Oh, I love, I've never heard of living in Wenland, but I think so many of us, myself included, I catch myself in these loops where I, you know, if X, then Y, and I love that you call it Wenland. And I really appreciate um, the visual example of the garden. You know, if we were planting tomato seeds, well, we can't expect strawberries. And I think that's so visual and something we can all really grasp onto. So how do we stop living in Wenland and how do we become more intentional with the seeds that we're planting in our garden? Mm, such an amazing question, Chloe. You're literally like made for the podcasting. I love it. You have such a brilliant questions and really like taking us deeper, you know. So I feel like it all starts with the present moment and in the now. So no matter where you are on what like what stage of your life you're at, there is always something to celebrate and always something that you can appreciate. And there might be really, really hard things in your life because you can be like, Petia, but you don't know, like my job, it's terrible. My boss is terrible. My husband just cheated on me or, you know, like I, I just lost, you know, what I've like been building for many, many years. So I, I understand. And it doesn't mean that when you're starting on this journey, that it's going to be all butterfly and rainbows. It's about really shifting your perspective and uh, I'm visual, like you said, like visuals help you. So um, there was a meme and it was like on Instagram for so long. And I bet you saw it. There was a person in the bus and one person was looking at the beautiful view. It's the same bus. And the other person was just looking very sad on there was just like a rocks and nothing. Right. So it's really it's the same journey. It's the same path. It's just your perspective on that. 
So no matter where you are, find something you can appreciate. For example, when I was in a corporate job that I, it was toxic environment. People were speaking behind each other back and just like, I really didn't want to be there. And I was complaining. And my coach back then that I hired, he was like, well, you got to stop complaining. You got to start like seeing what is good in that. So I started to write every single day before I went to the job, like three things. Why having this job, it's a good thing. So I was, for example, writing like, I appreciate this is paying for my bills. Like this income right now is sponsor of my dreams because I was able to do the fitness competitions, pay for my school, invest in my coaches, you know? So I was looking at what is good about it. It can be the same with your health. Maybe you're not with your health where you want to be or with your body where you want to be, but can you see or can you taste? Can you walk? Even if you're missing some of your senses, you know, there is still something that you do have that you can be using if not you couldn't be listening to this or reading this right or having this on your phone like there's always something you can appreciate so wherever you are like look at the different areas of your life and and I love with my clients when we like sit down when they start working with me and we look at the different areas like finances relationships health career um, contribution like all the important things and what is important to you might not be important to me so we gotta be honest about that you know and don't just do what everybody else is doing yeah but write the most important areas of your life and then just really grade it from one to ten and say one it's it's miserable i don't want to be here and ten it's like it's so amazing i can't even imagine this could be any better right so write those numbers and then when you look at the lowest numbers like look at one or two things max because we can get overwhelmed you write a to-do list with 100 things and then we don't do anything because we're tired just to looking at the list right yeah been there done that it's like guilty um find one or two things one or two areas of your life that are very important to you and they're low so let's say you are at three with your health right so really ask yourself, well, what is good right now? Where can I feel grounded and just really plant my feet? Maybe you cannot go run, but can you maybe just stretch every day for five minutes? You know, like what is that you can do? What is that you can celebrate? Because that is ultimately going to change how you're feeling and you will be expanding. So no matter where you are, no matter what is going on in your life, please find something that you can celebrate and that will start shifting who you're being. You know, when you walk into the party or grocery store, it doesn't matter. I haven't been in a party. I don't even remember, but you walk into the room, you know, I'm like, when we are younger, we are in our twenties, we are giving like the party example now I am in my 40s. I'm like the grocery store example. <laughs> I'm in my mid 30s and it's I'm already at the grocery store example. So let's go with that. Right. So it's it's just amazing. So grocery store example, if you're younger, just roll with us. I bet you go to grocery stores anyway, right? So when you walk in and imagine that you are just picking up like fruits and veggies and you're smelling it because you want your strawberries to smell nice. We go back to the strawberries and then there is a woman who walk into the into the, you know, like into the store and the doors are opening. You can right away tell how is she feeling about herself? How is she carrying herself? How is her energy? You don't know nothing, completely nothing about her. But the way she carries herself says everything. 
So I always really say the energy is truly everything. You really get to like shift how you're feeling and your life will be shifting because you can also walk into the you know store and you can feel rushed and tired and frustrated and walking in your pajamas and you would never experience it in Europe but when I moved into United States I went to the college the first day and they were like kids in their pajamas and flip-flops and I was like what is this you know so it depends where you live i know you're in canada i don't know what you guys are doing there but here in the united states it feels like anything is possible <laughs> that i'm complaining but it's just like never know what to expect especially when you're living like being las vegas you know yeah. never know what you're gonna see here but it's like you can feel the energy and people can feel you so work on the energetic first because your health it's a reflection about how you're feeling about yourself too. Mm -hmm. And I'm not dumping on you and saying like you have done something wrong if you have health challenges. I feel like there's a lot of things, a lot of layers that we can be unpacking with the health. And sometimes it's even generational. Sometimes it's like limiting beliefs that we are carrying from our you know, parents and grandparents. Like my money beliefs were definitely from my my grandparents, you know, my health beliefs were definitely from my mom who was struggling all her life with her weight and low self-esteem. So again, I'm not pointing at them. I'm just being the observer and say, like, am I choosing this or did I just took it? It's like a little kid, right? You give them what they have to do, but now we are not little kids anymore and we can choose. Do I really want to live in this? Do I still want to believe this? You have a choice and that it's empowering itself. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that we have choices. Yes, sometimes things really are truly out of our control. But even in the the worst situations, there are those little moments, like Petya said, to be grateful, to find appreciation, to find abundance. And then there are those little things, again, even if you're in a really challenging situation where you can take back a little control, feel empowered. And I love what you said about finding actions that are feasible within your current situation. You know, maybe your goal, like you said, to run feels a little bit far out of reach, but stretching for five minutes a day is something that is possible, even if you have a full schedule. And I think that is so beautiful and such a great suggestion, you know, taking these big goals and really breaking them down into simple, actionable, sustainable, exciting, and doable things that we actually will do. Because when we start showing up, when we start following through, even on the smallest of actions, like you said, it has this amazing ripple effect that will undoubtedly you know, affect your energy, affect how you walk into a room. And once we start that little snowball, I mean, who knows how much speed it's going to pick up and how big it's going to get. And then I'm sure you've seen this with your clients. Once we start to change one thing and it's in the direction of the person we want to be, all of a sudden, other things start to feel more manageable and more feasible and less daunting. Absolutely. And, you know, I say it on my on myself and on my clients, too, you know, it's the how you are starting. It's it's right here and right now and really realizing that the power really lies in your hands and it can start with such a little changes. And I feel like it all starts with like educating yourself and seeing yourself as worthy and valuable because 
when you see yourself as worthy and deserving, you're choosing differently. You're not going to settle for toxic relationships. You're not going to like settle for toxic cosmetics or products in your home. And you're going to start to choose from an empowered place. And that is going to reflect in all of the areas of your life. Like you said, like you start one and others start to be improving because I really believe that the better it gets, the better it gets. And that's something that's like our mantra with my husband, you know, the better it gets, the better it gets. Because the way I was raised, Chloe, was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm. You know, my, my parents or my beloved grandma, they always said like, oh, don't get too excited. Like, oh, this is too good to be true. Oh, wait for it when he starts to do this and this and that in a marriage. Right. So I had to work through that and say like, hey, that's not my truth. I I don't believe that, you know. So sometimes you just get to stand up for yourself and really and sometimes leave relationships, sometimes renegotiate relationships and sometimes say like, Hey, I, I don't want to talk about this or I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, it's it's your life and, and you get to choose for you. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what you're talking about, this abundance mindset, like waiting for the other shoe to drop. I can relate to that so like whole, whole, wholeheartedly. And it's something I feel like I'm still working through. It's time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Today we are talking about my Clarence reboost their mattifying hydrating blemish gel. Okay, that's a whole lot in the title, but it tells you everything you need to know. Okay, it is mattifying, even though it's a gel product. It honestly sounds really like counterintuitive, but I have been trying it because I sometimes get a little bit shiny on my T-zone. So I did a little bit of a test, okay? I used my regular cream one day because I love it. And then I wanted to test the Reboost. And it's really amazing how you're still able to get that beautiful kind of hydration you look for in a gel and that watery texture. But at the same time, it mattifies and it also helps to control and absorb excess sebum, which is like that shiny stuff that comes out of our skin. There's nothing wrong with having a bunch of sebum, but you know, if you don't want that that vibe you can put this on and it helps to absorb it plus it smells good because you know all of their stuff smells good so if you have oily or combination skin this might be a great product for you and a hot tip friends when you're putting it on don't forget like your neck as well you know we're doing it on our faces but i always like to bring it down a little bit all right let's get back to the chat Mm, I love your honesty, Chloe, because the way you're sharing, it's it's making even so much more relatable to other women. They're like, oh my gosh, like if she feels guilty, I can admit that I feel guilty, you know? And and it's so fascinating to me because I felt like guilty in the past too, and I don't anymore because I know that the better I do, the better I do, you know? You get to remember it. The better you do, the better you do because the more money I make, the more jobs I can create. Like I have a team members and I just love it. Like I give him hundreds of dollars extra, you know, for like a bonuses. And when they do a great job or when they're supporting last year, we did social success experience that was online experience. We were working on that for six months and my team was absolutely amazing. So the more money I make, the richer I am, the more goodness I'm creating in the world. We are sending money to Bali on a continuous basis with my husband because we were teaching kids there, you know, disadvantaged kids. We were teaching them English and personal development. So it's just 
so beautiful when you can be in a place of thriving versus surviving and you can help more people. Because I don't know if you're familiar with Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks, but you know, they, they say that you cannot get poor to poor enough to help poor people. You cannot get sick enough to help sick people. You know, so it, it, it's just like seeing yourself as the beaming light. And some of my clients call me their guardian angel. Some of them, they call me their uh, lighthouse because I am very unapologetic about who I am and how I live my life. It hasn't been always this way. Like I mentioned, like self-doubt, no self-belief, you know, didn't feel worthy, did feel unlovable, eating disorder, attempt of suicide, toxic relationships, like you name it, I probably experience it, you know? And so if I, girl from a very small town in Czech Republic with unpronounceable name, can build a life that feels really great to me from inside out, not just what I post on social media, but how I truly feel in my life, you can do it too. So I feel like you have to remember, and this is not only for you, Chloe, but for our listeners, that it is your responsibility to be as abundant and as rich as possible so you can flip the balance so we can create more opportunities and invest in the things and people that we believe in. I love investing in coaches and healers and mentors, and I love investing in my team. I love... I love dogs. Like, oh my God, I love dogs so much. I want to create like a dog sanctuaries, you know, in Bali and in Mexico where they have like, we live 14 months in Mexico. We just came back last week. I was always walking in my backpack with the food for cats and dogs and vitamins. And my husband, oh my gosh, he's like, can we go? And I was like, no, I got to see how they're feeding. I got to make sure that nobody's taking it away from them. So like it's my responsibility to be rich and so it's yours because the more you expand the more the people around you expand and it's so amazing because you're bringing them with you so it's not all about you chloe (laughs) the better you get the bigger you get in a way that it's fulfilling to you because hey maybe you are in a place of your life that you're like hey i'm so happy and so satisfied that like right now i don't desire expansion there are times that there is a contraction and you know sometimes i see that in myself and also my one-on-one clients they freak out when the contraction comes in and they they want to like never-ending springs and summers in their life they don't want to fall in winter when they gotta go inward and when the income it's maybe lower or maybe um they have a clients and their contracts are all finishing at the same time you gotta walk in the fate Hmm. you know and 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 really asking yourself like is it feeling safe to me right now to expand and if not give yourself space to contract or to be neutral you know, in the nature, when you look at the nature, it's not blowing 24-7. It's not blowing 365, right? You're part of the nature. So you got to give yourself time to rest, to go inward, to do nothing, because the nothingness creates space for the next steps and expansion. Oh, another visual example, flowers blooming. Because I feel like right now, especially, you know, the women that I surround myself with here in Toronto, there's definitely, it's definitely very um, 
popular right now to hustle, 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 to have your main job, your side hustle, maybe volunteer in your community. You've got your, you know, your family, you're going to the gym, you're doing all the things. And we're we're doing personal development, uh, podcasts on the side, we're reading self-help books, you know, we're trying to be a good human. And we're doing and doing and doing that so often it's hard to step back and rest. But the example of being one with nature and looking at, you know, beautiful flowers and how they operate is I mean, again, it's just such a, a simple yet really impactful example of how it is okay, like you said, to expand when it feels safe. And it's also okay to like welcome contraction because it sets us up for success when we are ready for that next big bloom to happen. And then we can show up even more. Um, you are an amazing, amazing woman and such a such a light. Like when, when you say some people see you as their garden angel or lighthouse, like I believe it, I see it, I feel it. But it sounds like you definitely had a tough deck of cards handed out to you and you were able to, you know, step into the person you are now. What was that catalyst for you when you were able to start the transition of, you know, having everything be so hard to, you know, becoming the lighthouse that you are now? Thank you. I feel like it's like a a two-part answer. The first part of the answer, it's like, I don't feel like there was a moment there was like a light bulb, right? Like I feel like it was like um, a slow progress of I can't take this anymore, <laughs> you know. It was like my 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 first marriage, you know, and my husband being narcissistic and cheating on me, and just like not trusting myself with my decisions and with my life. And I was so deep into like my eating disorder, bulimia, that I just. It, it, it felt almost like it was controlling me. Have you ever heard of the TV show Dexter? Yeah. Okay, I love that show many years ago. But he's talking about like the dark passenger, right? So Dexter, he's a cop, but he's like killing the bad people and then he's hiding them. And he said like on the show that sometimes he feels like there's this dark passenger that it's controlling him and everything he's doing when he goes and kills the killers right like what the justice like is not doing he's doing it so with my eating disorder i felt the same way i felt like there was a dark passenger that i couldn't control and everything was just around food and feeling empty and feeling unlovable and one of those nights when i was like binging and purging and feeling just literal like crap and crying on the floor and like there must be something else there must be something more in life and I was around 28 and also of course throughout my journey then I find out that when you're around 28 29 there is the sudden in return that it's really like taking you and showing you what you're not going to like you know settle on anymore and just shakes you in such a big way and so there was the time that I'm like, there must be something else. And this, this is like decade ago. So it wasn't as easy as now to listen to podcasts like, you know, um, healthy is hard. And it wasn't as easy as going on Instagram and you have a million people you can talk to, right? Uh, but we already had YouTube and Google. So I was asking like Uncle Google, right? Like how, how to be happy, how to overcome eating disorder and how to like, like feel good. And thank goodness I found Louise Hay and all her teachings, you know. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, Gabri Bernstein, and all these people became my mentors. And those were the people who brought me hope. So that's where I started my journey of personal and spiritual development. Because 
I saw other people doing it and all of them, they were through like challenging times too, like Louise Hay, you know, like she was molested as a little girl. Then she get cancer when she was in her fifties. When she was over 50, she started her first like publishing company. And she died in her nineties, really happy. She, she died the way she wanted to, you know, surrounded by her beloved ones. So then like seeing Gabby Bernstein, who was alcoholic and controlling and just seeing the people who went through their challenges. I'm like, and now I'm looking at them impacting millions of people. I want to do that. Mm. So that's when I started to be shifting. So I feel like it's just like listening to these nudges, listening to what you're curious about and, and just trusting that like the book, the podcast, the mentor, you're called to that person, to that book, to that place, to this podcast um, for a reason. Yeah. I don't believe in coincidences. I really believe that the universe, God, source, whatever you believe in, is just putting the breadcrumbs in your path so you can feel seen and heard and supported even if you don't feel like it in your life right now, you know. So it's super, super important to pay attention. And for that, we have to slow down, Chloe. I'd been there when I was hustling and working hard and doing it all. And I was so exhausted mentally, physically. I was sick all the time because I would like hustle so hard and achieve something. And then my body would just shut down because I was at the gym six times a week, you know, and I was like working hard and I was having my two businesses and a corporate. And it's just like, it was so much. And yes, we can do it, but for how long and why? Like you didn't come here to slave. So for that, we get to slow down, you know, so we can follow these nudges. And the second part of my answer is, it doesn't matter how far you are on your journey or where you are in your journey. There can be things that will just bring you back to your knees. They will humble you. And I don't believe that we are being tested. We are being expanded. Like a couple months ago, we lost our um, twins. I was pregnant for the first time. We wanted our pregnancy and I lost our babies. And it was just so heartbreaking. And I was so depressed. And it was just like, you know, like, what did I do wrong? Like looking at me, what did I do wrong? What, what could I do differently? Do I deserve to be mother? And all these things, you know, like wondering. So it really brought me back onto my knees. But Thanks to the community that I have built, the clients that I've built, the friendships that I've built, the husband, second one, um, second and the last one, I'm telling him <laughs> this one is forever, but it's it's so beautiful that we can really like build something that we have the modalities, we have the tools that we can keep going no matter what. I'm so sorry for your loss, but I'm so happy to hear you have an abundant amount of support and love and people who will be there for you because you're right no matter how much you can work on yourself and you know love the person you see in the mirror sometimes life will throw you a curveball that will rock you to your core and that's when we have to be humble enough to recognize we need to lean on people or to get help or and also just to accept that it is okay not to be okay all the time because you know, sometimes, whew, um, I know many, unfortunately, many women who have experienced what you've experienced and witnessed firsthand, you know, the roller coaster 
of emotions and grief that come with that. And, you know, thankfully they've gotten through it and they've leaned on people. And I feel like that's why it's so important to have wonderful people around you. You can lean on them, they can lean on you, and then you can get through it together. My gosh, I mean, I, it's wild to me that I'm, we're connecting. I think you are so amazing. And my like heart and brain is just overwhelming right now, overwhelmingly, like just feeling happy and so joyful. And I've had the chance to chat with so many different types of coaches on this podcast. I think coaches are so beautiful and powerful. I became one over the pandemic and I've witnessed firsthand the impact that coaching can have in my life and in my clients' lives, but I've never had an alignment women's coach. Like before I let you go, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the work that you do, the people that you help and how people can learn more. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Like, I really feel like we have so beautifully connected and I really cherish it. So you're such a beautiful soul inside out. And I love the work you are doing and how you're supporting others. And for me, I became alignment coach because I help women to align with their purpose and to become really abundant in their life. So really guiding them back to themselves through many different modalities. You know, I use human design, Reiki, um, inner dance, breath work, like really many different modalities that help me along my journey. So I can reawaken the, the natural abundance that we all have. And most of the women, because I work only with women, um, most of the women who come to me, they come to me because they want to create a bigger impact, bigger legacy. They know they're meant for more and they want to be abundantly paid to be doing that. So I help them on the spiritual side and coming back to themselves, but also the strategy side and the business. So why shouldn't you be abundantly paid and why shouldn't you be making even a bigger impact? So that's what I'm guiding women to do these days. Oh, that's amazing. And I saw, I mean, you provide so much incredible um, free resources on your social media and on your website. You do group coaching, you do one-on-one. I mean, what continues to drive you to do the work that you do? Such an amazing question. And I feel like it's so like beautifully timed because today I had a new client and she had a first, you know, coaching session with me. And when we were finishing, she was literally crying, like out of joy. And she was like, Petia, you brought so much clarity. I have direction now. I know what to do. I am like so excited for life again. And I haven't been for so long. And I know how I can be impacting other people and how to create now money. You know, it's like there were so many possibilities that she was just sitting on it and couldn't see it. So that's why I love doing it because I feel like it's this beautiful ripple effect. I help you so you can help others. I, I cannot do this alone, right? So that's why I love working with coaches and healers and visionaries and mothers so they can make this world a better place. And we are doing it together. And it's so exciting. Oh my gosh. All right. My big takeaways, it gets better when it gets better. Am I saying that right? The better it gets, the better it gets. The better it gets, the better it gets. And then the other one was do better so you can do better. Is that right? Yes, you got it. I mean, those are going to stay with me forever, as well as planting the seeds, as well as flowers blooming. Petya, you are one of a kind. You are always welcome to come back on the Healthy is Hot podcast. And who knows, maybe one day if I make it to Vegas, we'll get to hang out in person. 
squeeze you. I finally manifested our dream home. We have a huge, beautiful home. So you're welcome to come. And it's warmer here than Canada. So maybe. Yeah, we're, as you can tell by my turtleneck, it is uh, winter has arrived. The snow is on the ground. Um, friends, I hope you are feeling inspired to step into alignment, to just take a step back, take a look at where you're at, see where you can take some action. And also take up space. Say yes to expansion, say yes to contraction, depending on what season you're in. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.